Let that breathe. Ooh. DMVR Broncos live coming to you from Studio P. Purple. Where the, <laughs> where the P stands for Podcast oh, Row. Oh, Podcast Row, not da Purple. Down with Radio Row, up with Podcast Row. Uh, wow. Great to be here, and also great to be presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Wow, yes. America's top-rated sportsbook. Get over to DraftKings. Use the code DNVR when you sign up to get in on all their incredible offers. Henry. Okay. That was good. That was, yeah. Are you mocking me? No, I'm not mocking you. Nobody's mocking you. Okay. Want me to mock you? Uh, sure, go for it. <laughs> I pour my water into a water bottle because no free ads except for Contigo. That Contigo, was really good. The top That's water what it sounds bottle. Like. Yeah, that was hey, great. Hey, what the hell? Are they <laughs> Maybe I'm getting paid. It better be. You can get a little side action. Better give me a cut for not telling. Uh, it is great to be here mm -hmm. on Podcast Row. How many times? Do you think I can go the whole week without calling it the other thing? I feel like you're you forget. screwed it up this morning. I know, but I feel like that might have just been like a beginner's it was a, thing, kind of a warm-up yeah. thing. The opposite of beginner's luck. Yeah, uh, we have some super exciting special guests super. coming on today, or just yes. per 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 <laughs> exciting. Um, first of all, coming up in just a few minutes, we're gonna have Annie Agar on. Yes, make Annie some, Agar. Maybe, maybe make some jokes. She might be the funniest one on the show. Isn't that kind of crazy to think about? Maybe. When's the last time we were able to find somebody funnier than us? <laughs> That's pretty rare. Not to uh, toot our own horns. We're hoping to have this really, <laughs> really, really big-time guest on, uh, but we keep getting big-timed by them. Zach Stevens? Oh, 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 yeah. I don't think wow. we're going to get it done. I don't either. Could you imagine if we did, though? Zach freaking Stevens. Yeah, like 40,000 awesome. Twitter followers. ZS2 is some call him. Do you want to <laughs> tell the people why he's not here with us right now? Uh, oh. Yes, Zach Stevens stayed back at... Headquarters at Dove Valley. Yeah. Uh, no free ads to mm -hmm. meet Sean Payton today. He will be with us tomorrow. Yep. Um, and we can't wait to have him. We're hoping to have him on today. We just we haven't heard from him. He's just <sighs> his phone. Like he gets so many noties from all the numbies. I texted him, and then like 30 minutes later, he called and was like, "Hey, just saw your text." And I was like, "Well, come on." Don't flex on me like that. Wait. No, him. That's what. You're oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I was flexing. No, I was like, no. "Wait, did he make you wait like 40 minutes?" He didn't. He didn't talk to me at all today. Really? Yeah. He missed wow. out. He was having a good day. We've also got former Denver Broncos wide receiver Mike Pritchard coming on. Also, you know, played for another place. The Colorado Buffaloes yeah, is where yeah, he played he for. And he yeah, crossed he over did. with Coach Prime and blah, 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 blah. He but did we're here. also cross over with Coach Prime. What are the odds we can get through that without saying Coach Prime once? Zero. Okay. Well, we we're won't try that. definitely talking about it. Okay. Uh, but I did also already do a, uh, an interview with him on the Buffs. Get all your questions out? Yeah. Like, I was like, I, I'm... For the people that watch this show, I want to get all my Buffs questions out mm -hmm. so that uh, they can talk about Broncos. But let's start. And we may have another guest. Uh, I'm still waiting to hear back from them. So yes. maybe at 2 o'clock. But let's get started before we have Annie on, talk a little bit about this Sean Payton press conference that we had today. Um, your immediate takeaways, Henry. He's just such an adult. Like, it is pretty crazy. It's just like everything he talks about is like, First of all, half of it's in story form, which is the first sign of being, like, an adult man. It's like, oh, you asked me a question. Let me answer with a story. <laughs> and it's like, okay. I, but I like it. I like it, though. And he's like, the, the other thing is he's been around so, so long that he has, like, 
a lot of stories. So it's like, oh, here's a story that pertains to this. Here's the story of me and my my kids jumping in on their bed above Bill Belichick's room at the Pro Bowl. And like, here's the story of the towels that we had in the locker room. There's a story, story, story. It's like, yeah, because you do have a lot of stories because you've done a lot of things because you're an adult. And I'm happy he's an adult. That is a hell of a um, observation. Like, I mm-hmm. did not expect you to say that. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I just thought there would be something more football-related. But if you think about it, like, no Star Wars references. Not one. No fanboying out. Oh, nope. Uh, he didn't say, like, oh, my God, I met Condi. It was so wow. cool. Um, he didn't, you know, I don't know. He, he, he very much did seem like an adult, almost, in my opinion, to a boring level. Like, it was just so professional he seemed so comfortable mm-hmm. he was just there he was just doing his thing mm-hmm. uh he'd been there a million times quite literally and it felt just like a normal press conference not mm-hmm. an introductory press conference uh and i think that it just shows how like we've talked about guys who have been there before but i yep. mean even think about gary kubiak when he showed up in denver like he was still a relatively young head coach in the business compared to sean payton and so Sean Payton goes up there today uh, and t- just, I don't know, he, he just did his thing. Didn't seem uncomfortable at all. And mm-hmm. um, I, I thought it was nice to see. Yeah, totally. And it all just felt so easy for him, kind of like you said. Like he just belonged. You know, when somebody asked a question, it was like, yeah, there's the answer. Like it's, it's all just these simple stuff, but still just nice to hear. Like, oh, yeah. We're going to focus on the details, which is a thing that every coach always says. Always says. But then when he's asked, what are those details, he can just give you like 15 examples. Because for, for a lot of us, we hear, oh, the details. Cool, the details, whatever that means. And just to have him be able to say like, oh, I, I focus in on this. Or, for example, we talk so much about like you have the the uh, the uh, coaches, the head coaches. Sometimes a, a big jump is going from a coordinator to being a head coach because you have to handle this other stuff. And he actually says, like, yeah, picking out the towels, getting the sound system, all this sort of stuff, instead of just, like, oh, whatever they do behind those closed doors. Yeah. He has done all of this before. He is an expert at mm-hmm. all things coaching. He is the one who came up with, you know, Club Dub. Mm-hmm. He put in $30,000 into the sound system to make sure that they could go crazy. Like, he gets it. Nothing that he does here is going to be him learning on the job. And I think it's big for the Broncos to just have – a pro uh, in in that position mm-hmm. and someone, you know, who is going to really be comfortable in his skin and comfortable in what, what he does. And speaking of a pro, we've got a pro coming on the show right now. Uh, very stoked to welcome Annie Agar onto the show. Annie, how are you? I'm great. How are you guys doing? We are doing great. Mm-hmm. So we got to start here. Um, and this is a tough one for us. Like it's been a hard time in the Broncos world. I'm just that curious. I just brought light too, by the way. Yeah, I'm making it even harder. Oh, great. I'm sure. Where do the Broncos rank in the most memeable teams uh, of 2022? You know, it got to a point the mid-season maybe where I was so sick of saying Broncos Country, let's ride, and there are only so many variations of Broncos Country, let's ride, like Broncos Country, let's cry, and it, it yep. got it got old to the point where I I thought it ran into the ground. So I would say. It's 
it's pretty memeable, I think, it, at this point. It was run into the ground, actually, before they even played a game. <laughs> <laughs> like, Thanks, Russ, for that. Yeah, yeah thank Russ. Uh, like, you think it was hard for you. It was hard. We had to hear it every yeah. single press conference. <laughs> I don't know how you did it. The one, My favorite one is after the, the post-game interview when, when you guys lost, mm -hmm. and everybody's sad, and nobody wants to hear Broncos country, let's ride, and Russ still snuck one in there. That because was he as he's walking off the podium. That was just painful. Yes. Just painful. I think that was the worst. I think that so, too. Yeah. I would agree. That was the last one, by the way. Was it really? Uh, yes. After that one, I think well, he, put, he retired. Well, then, Sean, in his uh, presser, he said Broncos country, and I, I was like, if he yeah. says let's ride, this I'm is out. the end of it Let right it here. Die. And he didn't. He saved himself. So good job, Sean Payton. So, like, like, for you, like, your job is easier when funny things are happening in the NFL. Does that make you kind of upset that Sean Payton could potentially turn that around? Do you want Russell to be bad? No, I, I think I think like I said that storylines kind of run its course. So okay. if you guys if he can bring Russ around, mm -hmm. then I think that's I mean there's there's jokes everywhere. Something's gonna happen in the game. Even Sean Payton, I don't know if he said this, but I saw a tweet about him saying like the fans are not gonna have to count on the clock now. Mm -hmm. So I, there there will be jokes. You know, the one time he has a delay of game penalty, I'm gonna be all over it. So I, <laughs> I am ready. I'm ready for the jokes. <laughs> you just got the content dialed yes, up. Yes, absolutely. Like, here's like that, uh, the meet, or the gift from the office, just taking notes. Like all right, well, yep, said yep. that. Call back to that one. <laughs> Who are you most excited for this season? Uh, like this upcoming season? Yeah, upcoming season. The Lions. I have to say the Lions. Really? Yes, and I'm from Detroit originally, uh -huh. live in Chicago now, So, I, and I'm, I'm from Michigan. So I kind of moved from, I'm also, also a Packers fan, so I moved from Whoa. a state that hates me to a state that hates me even more. Yep. It's a great time. Um, but I love, I absolutely love what the Lions have done. Dan Campbell is insanely good and, and totally changed. I can just tell from the fan bases and my friends from Detroit, it's changed the dynamic of the way they think. Really? Like it's a different it's a different team to them now in a different atmosphere, and they are so hyped for this season. That just seems dangerous to me. It is. Like, it like is, it, but they're already depressed, so don't feel bad right. for them. Because okay. they can't go – it can't get any worse for them. So, so having hope is a good thing. Obviously, there are some fan bases that are more self-deprecating, can handle jokes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Which fan base is the softest? Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> I've got to say Cowboys fans are pretty soft. Uh, of course, yeah, 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 makes they sense. Are. They're makes pretty sense. bad. I have always, I can tell you, every time I've made a Cowboys joke, someone will slide into my DMs like, that's not funny. You shouldn't have said that. Well, it's true. <laughs> then so it is I funny, too. Yes, like, yeah. it is funny. That's what, even, that's what makes it even funnier yes. when they react to it. And I think that's why people go after Cowboys fans, because their reaction is mm -hmm. priceless. How about, so the, pretty soft. how about the opposite? Who handles mm -hmm. it the best? Oh, that's a good one. Detroit does pretty well, okay. Because they they they're just they're not really fun to make fun of anymore because yeah. they just know, right? Um, and I will like, yeah, I think Detroit's probably the best. Packers fans are kind of okay with it because they're just nice people, you know. It's well, and they like people. you too. You're yeah. a Packer fan. Yeah, because uh, I'm one of them. Yeah, that doesn't count. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Where do where do we fall in this? Where are Broncos fans? I've never had a bad Broncos fan come for me. Wow. Not even once. In, not once, no. Huh. So you guys are pretty nice. And even I did this, uh, you can look at it on Twitter this week, I did an AFC and an NFC fan video. Okay. So I had fans send in videos to me, and I edited in kind of a meeting format like I usually do. <laughs> and the Broncos fans were hilarious. And it was the Browns and the Broncos fans were the only ones that had alcohol in, like, every video they sent me. So they were <laughs> wow. either getting drunk Let's or they go. were drinking something. It was so wow. funny. I'm so proud of us. <laughs> yeah, no, that is great. <laughs> that is exactly who we are. This is this is an on off, off off topic one, sorry. But uh, one of the big debates that we've had on this podcast is what is the best body of water? Oh my god! Oh, so, yeah. I love that I, you were I thinking can, this. I was going to ask the same. I feel thing. like really? I'm an yeah. expert on this because I'm from Michigan, yeah. which we have a ton of bodies of water. The, the lakes, the famous they, ones. They are. Yeah, famous. Michigan lakes. Yes. Yep. So Michigan lakes? are you team? So it's, you're either team lakes, team rivers, or team oceans. <sighs> this is a tough one because I a love really the ocean. One. It's a tough mm -hmm. one, but the lakes have no sharks. 
You True. cannot die from yep. like a stingray or something. Shout out to Steve Irwin. Um, yeah. And I think I think I would take the lakes. I, I really, really do. It's a Michigan, the Michigan fan in me. Yeah. That's yeah. what we both. You not didn't even not mention Michigan rivers. Fan fan, but Michigan. Rivers don't do it for you. They <laughs> go somewhere though. Like I, the, the river. You can, you can tube. Yes, but then if you drink all day, which I've done by the way, I've tubed yeah. down a river oh, yeah. drinking all day. You end up in a different location. It's wild. And you, get back. And you have to somehow figure out how to get back, and you can't drive. That's it's part of the appeal, situation. though. Like it's an adventure. Like you go somewhere. You go yeah. down the river. Like oh, there's I'd a bear on the shore. Oh, there's trees. With my two little beers in the lake. That's one of the best <sighs> okay. takes on this I've heard. Yeah, like. A lake, you can do all the same stuff. You just need a it boat is. to, and like, drink, help you. And, and you don't have to go anywhere. Right. Yeah. Then you're right back yeah, where you started. You absolutely. do need, like, a DD to go out to a river. Yeah. Kiki, yeah. One other yeah. thing. I guess you can kind of drive a boat drinking, but it's not safe. Don't do it, yeah. kids. Yeah. Yeah. Kids yeah. at home, don't, don't, do don't drive. No. One other thing that we have to know from you. How many holes are in a straw? Oh, yeah, uh, this, yeah, yeah. this question. <laughs> this question gets me. It keeps me up at night. Okay. There are two holes in a straw. Yes. Because there are two entry points. Yep. To the straw. Uh -huh. If you close one side, now like there's the, one hole. Like cheese. Cheese has holes, but we don't say it has one big hole because they're all connecting. There's different holes in, in Swiss cheese. Does that make sense? That, okay. Not, not really, but we're going to let you thing. have that yep, one. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. They do have a lot of holes. <laughs> I, I would say know. there's two. There has to be two. All right. Last thing. Where can people find your work? Uh, on Twitter, it's at Annie Agar, A-G-A-R. And Instagram and TikTok is Annie Agar 5. There it is. Thank there you, you so there. much for yes. joining us. Appreciate it. Check out all of her great content. Team Lakes and Team Two Holes in a Straw. <laughs> yes. My kind of person right yes. there. Yes. <laughs> See you, Annie. Thank you guys. Thanks. All right. That's fun. That was fun. Let's, uh, I guess, circle back to the More serious conversation, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, the Denver Broncos. I mean, that's the thing, though. It's like you don't have to be sad that we're flipping back to the Denver Broncos anymore. Like, typically you say, like, oh, back to the Denver Broncos. It's like, okay, well, are they going to lose by 10 or 15 this week? No, I mean, it was a great day for the Broncos. It was a great day. It really was. Um, most important thing I learned today, Tygate was real. Tygate was real. Sean Payton himself confirmed what me and many others believed, which is that the tie, the blue and orange tie that he wore mm -hmm. just like a few days after it all began, was on purpose. Wow. I mean, this is You're one that skeptical. I was wrong on. I was wrong. I mean, you got to be skeptical. You know, you do wonder if he's just up there saying it because he knows that it plays to the fans, which he did a much better job of somehow than Nathaniel Hackett. You would have thought he'd be good at playing to the fans. But there was, like, the, the Raider hate or the Chief hate and all that stuff. We can get to that later. But I, he did – he said he said it himself, that, that the tie was orange and that he did it for a reason. I have to trust him. What did he say about – he also was saying something about the pocket square? Did yeah. you hear that? It, I mean, I just assumed that was also orange. But, he, no, he said, like, the pocket square is pointing up. Because that's the direction we're headed in. It was like some, and then that made me question everything. Yeah. I was like, okay, well now this feels like a bit. That's too far to me. Yeah. That was way is. too far. We still haven't heard back from Zach Stevens. I know. We got big timed. We I got, think he's ignoring us. We got big timed by Zach Stevens. Yep. Interview <laughs> setting is on. We're ready. We're just waiting. We're just waiting, waiting for, for a click. <clears throat> we do have uh, Mike Pritchard coming in a few ten minutes, minutes, so that should be exciting. Should we do some ads? Let's do ads. There we go. This guy. It, it is tough not this having Zach around. It. He I really know. keeps y'all in line. He does. That's why I needed him to come in and be like, "Hey, Zach, um, what's the what's the rules here? Like, how do we? Where do we? When do we do these ads?" First thing we do is talk about Brackenridge Brewery. I, uh, I really could go for. One. I know we we were talking about that right before the show. It's like, why don't we have beers here? And I'm pretty sure 
Like there was there was like a tequila stand outside of where Pat McAfee and those guys are doing their show. That's true. Yeah, there was like we tequila. Should go, we no. should get as many people as we can to take a shot with us. But or it's not like uh, for everybody. It was like for them. Incredible. No, it seemed are like an sure? activation to me. Oh. Yeah. I, I could be. How activated. many people do you think we could gather? together to take a tequila shot with well, us. Well, do you th we have like open 20, space on easy. set. So if we send someone over there to to get some, we could just do it on the show. Do you think they would let us? I do. I would let us. We uh, don't have a tequila sponsor, so like we can give that we can give them that. And it's not a free ad cuz we're doing an exchange. For a shot? Yeah. Yeah. True. We can see if someone can go grab it. Maybe RG. I will say, though, in a perfect world, there'd just be a massive Breckenridge brewery stand where that they have true. Palisade peach, Palisade peaches. I just realized I've never said that one out loud. Uh, the strawberry skies, the avalanche amber ales, the vanilla porter juniors, so many different beers. And uh, it'd be nice just to have your pick right here. But instead, we're scrounging around. Although, we're in Arizona. But Breckenridge Brewery is awesome. Uh, Breckbrew.com. You can use their beer locator. Pick up whatever beer is near you. Also, Jive Hive. Uh, yes. If we were in the right area, Henry, mm -hmm. we could have Jive Hive just drive over here and bring us some weed if we wanted right we now. We could. Jive Hive loves us so much that I feel like they would just, like, drive to Phoenix. <laughs> Whoa. They, they could get here in time like, for our show tomorrow. Yeah. They could. 13 hours-ish? I don't know. So, special delivery from Jive Hive. I don't think, like, if we had beers, we'd get kicked out. I don't think so either. Blunts would probably do the trick. Yeah, this might be an anti-blunt sort of place. Yeah. I think anti-everything. I think we'd get kicked out real fast. Yeah, Arizona. I know it's legal here. Really? I would so rather probably not, not on, on Podcast Row. Row, though. Well, we but should be spreading the good <laughs> word about Jive Hive so that the people of Phoenix can be asking, asking Jive Hive to expand and start delivering here because what they do is awesome. They bring you weed right to your door. Um, you don't have to... Uh, you don't have to drive to go get it, which, you know, if you're, if you're interested, you might be in a state of mind where you shouldn't be driving. Um, if there's bad weather, if you want more privacy, Jive Hive is an awesome option. You can go to jivehive.com. That's J-I-V-E-H-Y-V-E.com. Get your order delivered the same day, or you can schedule a delivery window. They'll be right there to say hi. Uh, uh, so, again, that's jivehive.com, J-I-V-E-H-Y-V-E.com. Thanks for taking that over. Yeah, I just handled that for it you. It was great. Yes. Yeah, really, really, I know. really good stuff. That's that's what we do here. I forgot that I didn't start that one. I know, I know you did. I was just like, yeah, here we are. I was like, hey, he's you were on a roll. Yeah, he was, well, yeah. you gotta you gotta take when those you're hot, moments. You're hot. Do we have Zach Stevens? No. Uh, I like how you asked as if like you knew the answer was yes. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep asking until the answer's yes. <laughs> do we have uh, Zach Stevens? Cody here says, I'm rooting for the Eagles for two reasons. One, I hate the Chiefs. Reason two, I want to see Ali Shotgun and Beer on the show. I forgot that I you said chatted that? that in. I forgot that as well. So whoever, oh, chatted. That makes yeah. sense. Uh, it, maybe it was Ali, but maybe it wasn't me. You know who else is cheering for the Eagles? Who? Sean Payton. Oh. Ever heard of him? Yeah, he said that was another thing he said today. And this, this is maybe. This is important. It is very, very important. So he, he's going back out to L.A. today. He has his Fox show tonight. He has stuff with Fox Saturday and Sunday um, because his contract isn't up. Because if you haven't noticed, NFL season, not quite over yet. That's what all this is. Um, once that's over, he's full-time Broncos. But he did say he is picking the Philadelphia Eagles because he can't pick the Chiefs anymore. So good. Yeah. Um, it reminds me of a time not too long ago, Hank, 
when the head coach of the Denver Broncos said there's no room in the world to hate the Oakland Raiders, Las Vegas Raiders. Which is just wrong. We'll hate them whatever city they're in, honestly. Um, mm -hmm. th it was. It was a really bad take. And I love that Sean Payton came out on the other side of that immediately and mm -hmm. swiftly. And I, I, I'm sure somebody told him, like, hey, this last guy said this. Don't do that. Like, just say you don't like these teams. Somebody. S and we know the somebody. <laughs> we know the somebody. And who knows? Maybe maybe it was said and Sean Payton already knew. That had to be a key point of today to be like, no, we're, we're not doing this wishy-washy like, oh, we, we just want to go play football and do our best. No, you hate those guys. Yes, we all hate them, and we hope that they lose every time they set foot on the field. And with any, with any luck, that will start on Sunday. <sighs> with any luck. We definitely want the luck part. Do we have Zach Stevens? He is asking for a link. Oh, oh, we are getting closer to Zach getting, Stevens. He's, he's, his time, his, uh, Five his minutes window, our next and guest. I already see our next guest coming. He might have to wait. Oh, He's going to have to wait. Okay. Tell yeah. him we'll reach out in a bit. Maybe. Now he gets big time. Let's go. Got him back. Got him back, baby. We got him. <laughs> hey, RG. What? So over by the Pat McAfee set, mm -hmm. they have tequila. I already told him that. Do you, oh, okay. Oh. Well, let's see if we can do a team tequila shot. Yeah, I'm not sure if that was for everybody, but... Uh, We're going to find out. It would be neat. We're going to find out. It would be neat. Um, yeah, so there we go. We, uh, what were you going to say? Oh, okay. Uh, I think we have our guy Pritch. Mm -hmm. um, so we'll get him on here in just a second um, and talk a little Broncos with him. Should be exciting. Of course, Mike Pritchard former NFL first-round pick out of the University of Colorado. Yes. Uh, and not soon, not long after, mm -hmm. joined the Denver Broncos. So excited to talk to our guy Pritch here in just a second. Yeah, legendary time for both teams. Like, those were the, those were the glory years. They were. He really caught the best for the, for the Buffs and for the Broncos. He did. And um, fun fact about my, uh, my guy Pritch here is – the Buffs in the national championship season mm -hmm. were so short on running backs that he had to switch wow. from wide receiver to running back. Absolutely went off, helped the Buffs beat, uh, actually tie Tennessee uh, in a must-win game. Wow. Uh, over 200 yards. Hey, Pritch, how many uh, rushing yards in the game against Tennessee? Uh, over 200. If it starts with two, it's I want to say like 285 is what's no, coming. Uh, uh, no, too much. I'd say 290. <laughs> <laughs> we will Google, Google it. it. Here uh, is Pritch. How are you doing, man? I'm great, fellas. How y'all doing? We are Not doing bad. great. All right, right, sweet. I love the laid back approach that you have. Oh here. yeah, it I is know. <laughs> much better. <laughs> we, yeah. we like to we like to keep it light. We're trying to get some tequila shots. From oh, over there, over ooh, here. okay. Yeah. yeah. Right, it's past lunch time, right? I don't like our odds. But we're no. trying. Yeah. We're going to try and make it happen. Yeah, I mean, that might be tough. You need jackets. You need something to put them in, like, to carry oh, them through, though, right? Yeah, yeah, that's smart. That is smart. Yeah. So I'm not sure if you remember this. I'm pretty sure the day that COVID started, <laughs> uh -huh. we we were at uh, the Westgate Sportsbook, and Chris Fusilay drove us right. to the uh, arena okay. for the Pac-12 tournament. Right. Yeah. Were you on that ride? I was in there. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, yeah I don't that was remember. me. Okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> no, that was an awesome uh, experience. Chris, when he comes to Vegas, I uh, know. he does it up, right? I know. Uh, I know yeah, you get the text class. where he's just like, yeah, I've got, I've got uh -huh. the booth at the sports with right. my hands. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What a crazy day, though. Yeah. I remember just sitting there. It's like, wow, the, here goes, like, Bill Murray is, is the thing. And, like, 
Rudy Gobert was blowing on the mics and all that. Yeah. And then the tournament gets all shut down. It got the shut fans. down. It was crazy how it happened, too, because, like, it was, um, you know, you get in there, you get settled in, you start watching uh -huh. the, the, the conference championship stuff, and, and all of a sudden they started handing out papers. Like, um, the event's done. You know, more games after this one. Like, uh. and it was just shut down. The last uh, game was the Buffs. That was yeah. the last game. And, and so what do we do now? Do we just get up and walk away? <laughs> I mean, do the players know? And what's going on here? Because the tournament's over, right? So weird. So that was very weird. That was very weird. Yeah. Uh, a big day for the Denver Broncos today, mm -hmm. introducing Sean Payton as their new head coach. Pritch, I'm just curious kind of your reaction to the hire uh, and what it means for the future of the Denver Broncos. Well, it's encouraging. You know, I mean, I, I think um, after the last few seasons for the Broncos, you know, you get a guy like Sean Payton in, into the building uh, to lead your team as a head coach is encouraging. Uh, and I think that's where the Broncos have to start at this point. Uh, create any type of positivity, uh, signs of optimism. Uh, give, give the fellas some more confidence too, right? I, I mean, I think the organization, the entire organization, even the new ownership group, they're walking in, and they're probably stunned uh, at what happened last year. So you, you had to part ways with a coach, and nobody wants to do that. Uh, so I, I think it's encouraging uh, and certainly a step in the right direction for the Broncos uh, at this point. You've been in Vegas, obviously. But what's the reaction around there? Are Raiders fans upset about it? Are they making fun of them for trading a pick? You know what? Raider fans are upset at Mark Davis right now. <laughs> huh. I mean, the uh -huh. Raiders went to the playoffs, right? Uh, and then went backwards. Yep. Uh, they went backwards, and, and they supposedly upgraded talent with Devontae Adams, and uh, you bring in Josh McDaniels, and, okay, you know, he's got six Super Bowl rings, yeah, as an offense coordinator, but yet the pedigree's there, and uh, you think it's supposed to be an upgrade over an interim head coaching situation, but the interim head coach led the team to 10 wins. Yeah. Uh, so I think Raider Nation is uneasy. Uh, now that Sean Payton's in, in the division, they're more uneasy. He's <laughs> uh, still chasing Kansas City, though. Uh, you know, the Chargers with a new coordinator and Kellen Moore, what is he going to do with um, uh, Justin Herbert? So there, there's that thought process out there as well. And it looks just like what happened with Josh McDaniels when he was in Denver, where it's right. like chasing the quarterback right. out. Like There's this implosion know, that kind of goes huh? on. It's weird. It's strange. Very, very weird. Now, and they did that by design, too, I think, because yeah. of the contract. I mean, they can cut him. Right yep. before February twelfth or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's right coming up. Super, yeah, right after Super Bowl. So, um, or they can trade him. You know, I, I think they've been trying to find trade partners for him, or he's trying to do it with <laughs> his agent. Uh, we'll see what happens. But yeah, you're right. I mean, that that was a that was a conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, think about it. Think about it. Yeah, I mean, Carr couldn't win mm -hmm. uh, in that situation. Probably no. couldn't unless he went to the playoffs. And obviously, the Raiders didn't do that. So. Uh, we'll see what quarterback they bring in, but, uh, yeah, nobody in Raider Nation right now is confident right now. Mm -hmm. Speaking of quarterbacks, obviously Russ was, you know, uh, an issue for the Broncos mm -hmm. last year. I'm curious what you thought was the big issue there and if Sean Payton can get that turned around. There's several issues. One, um, I think the biggest one uh, would be is he coachable and, and answering that question. Um, I, I have not seen a quarterback fall off like that. I mean, from the level that Russ was at, with a different team, I get it. But to fall that badly, uh, I mean, he hit his backside twice uh, falling. Uh, so I, I don't think he's coachable. Wow. I, I think he's in his own – because he's got his own people, right? He's yeah. got his own um, process now. It's nothing – 
uh, it doesn't seem like it was connected to the Broncos at all. It was work out at my place, do this my way, do this that way. And, uh, and then obviously on the field it didn't work out. So I know Sean Payton probably has a strong enough ego uh, and certainly the method to, to help Russell Wilson realize he needs to remain coachable. But if he doesn't remain coachable, then I don't know how it improves. Yeah, the, the encouraging sign for me is the reports out there that Russ wanted Sean Payton. And you assume that if he wanted Sean Payton, it's because he knows about Sean Payton's expertise when it comes to offensive football. Right. You know, his success with an undersized quarterback in Drew Brees and just said, okay, I'm kind of embarrassed over the way this year went. Yeah. This is the guy that might be able to help me get back. Yeah, but what Sean and Drew Brees accomplished, Russ isn't going to do that. I mean, that was mm -hmm. a Hall of Fame career. But think about how many years they were together, too. Yeah, 15. Yeah, so Russell's not going to have that many years to go with Sean Payton. They're going to have to establish that right away. And, uh, and to me, that's different. Um, I, I've been in, involved with coaches, high-profile coaches, who won a Super Bowl, take over a football team. And one of the first things that they want to do uh, is make sure that everybody is treated the same way. Like... Can you imagine Russell being treated the same way after yeah. what you guys saw I mean, last year? He had year? his own office in the, in right, the building. Right, right. Uh -huh. So how is that going to happen, though? I mean, yep. think about that. So um, that's just the beginning. That's not even work on the field yet. And, and I think, you know, for me being in that building, John Elway, to everybody, I mean, everybody was, Shannon Sharp, everybody was treated the same way. And mm. Terrell Davis, those are superstars, right? And um, TD said the same thing. Yeah, yeah everybody did. was treated the same way. And... Because it's a team game. It's no one individual. And uh, I, I, I think Sean Payton has his work cut out for him to, to get Russell to conform to that or to understand that again. I mean, if, if he can do that, then I, I think they hit the ground running, and I think Broncos and Broncos country will be happy about the results after that. And it almost feels like Sean Payton can't jump in and, and have everybody act differently and behave differently. Like, you almost need... You know, John Elway to say, no, I am going to do this extra work. Like, I am going to, to be just one of these guys and, and accept that role. That's, that's as much as the problem as Sean Payton coming in saying, do this. Yeah, I mean, but, be, but being coachable, you know, you can do it by example like that, right? But, but being coachable, too, though, um, is more than just showing up, though. I mean, it's, it's, it's being humbled in front of people, you know? Like, no, Russ, that was wrong, you know? Uh, you can't execute that play like that it's supposed to be executed this way I mean that's being being coachable and that's being treated just like everybody else and you know to a legend to a Bronco legend they, they all accepted criticism they all accepted coaching they all accepted the fact that you know what we're not perfect we're going to make mistakes uh, and but it's the coach's job to make sure that we're we are perfect or close to being perfect as we can get uh, and you know from Russell from mechanics and to trying to improvise and all that he's just off script He's yeah. just off the page, and I don't know how you bring him back in. Maybe Sean Payton does. That's why he took the job, though, other than the $20 million for a year. <laughs> <laughs> <That helps. laughs> Sean Payton just, like, printed 1,000-yard receivers in, in New Orleans. Yeah. I mean, it was just didn't matter who went in there. They were succeeding. From a receiver's point of view, one, why do you think that's so successful? And two, if you were a Jerry Judy, a Cortland Sutton, a Tim Patrick this offseason, what would you be doing and studying to make sure that you're – kind of ready for what's coming yeah it's a great question i mean I, I think you know in today's nfl if you don't get a thousand yards there's something wrong with you really i mean between the 20s it's so wide open they don't even press you anymore they can't they can't do the things to disrupt your route anymore 
Uh, so you can get free releases, and, and you've got to get open, right? I mean, catch the rock. Uh, you'll get 1,000 yards. So it's that. It's, it's elevating your game, too, though. I think run after the catch is essential for a lot of players. They don't understand that that much, but uh, especially the shallow crosses and basic crosses and stuff like that. Uh, if you can make people miss, be elusive, uh, create run after the catch, one, it helps the offense. Two, it helps your quarterback. But then you pad your stats as well, yeah. right? Everybody wants to go deep. <laughs> everybody wants to go deep, but everybody can run now. I mean, you got defensive backs that are running just as fast as wide receivers, and, and now they're 6'4". Yeah. Tyreek Woolen and those exactly guys, right? I was thinking yeah. about when you were talking. Yeah, Sauce Gardner. I mean, all those guys are taller. So uh, it's more about getting open uh, when that opportunity comes. But, man, yeah, just perfect your game. Run after the catch, I think, is a big key, though. Hmm. Yeah, and w- one of the tough parts is that with Sean Payton's offense in New Orleans, mm-hmm. you know, it's all built on – you know, clearing out the middle of the field, and here comes Michael Thomas on a slant, or Marcus Colston underneath, or you're hitting Alvin Kamara on these short little passes. Whereas Russell, when he's at his best, it's it's the power run and then the mm-hmm. play action off of it and the deep shot. And those two things just seem so different. Right. That I'm, I'm, I'm just curious to see how they try to patch those together. <laughs> how do they make that work? You know, again, it goes back to being coachable for Russell Wilson, I believe. Um, uh, you know, Everybody wants to shoot the three, but we all can't mm-hmm. be Steph Curry, though. I mean, uh, you got to drive the lane sometimes. And, and, and if, if you equate that to football, that is the possession route. So, you know, that mm-hmm. is the high percentage plays and uh, high percentage opportunities and um, moving the chains, getting into rhythm. I mean, uh, how many times did we see the Broncos not even in rhythm yet uh, offensively? So th- I think Sean Payton will bring that. He has to bring that discipline, and he will. Mm-hmm. But will the players – in particular, Russell Wilson, will he understand that, which he should. Um, and if he can humble himself that way and start to understand it, then you're right. I, you'll, you'll see the Broncos matriculate. We'll also see big plays, too, uh, offensively. But, but more importantly, I think Broncos country will see consistency, though. Do you think Jerry Judy is that guy? Like, can he be that guy? I thought he was the best prospect coming out of college that I've seen since Randy Moss. Wow. From a route running huh. standpoint, from a quickness, from a suddenness standpoint. Um, but, you know, when you get into the league and you get some money, <laughs> yeah. you know, um, but he has the ability, he has the ability to be like what people are saying about Justin Jefferson right now. Oh. He has the ability to be what people are saying about Jamar Chase, you know. Um, but, Nobody's saying that about him right now. Yep. I mean, he's got that ability. He really does. But um, hopefully he can stay focused on on that stuff, you know. I mean, look, you, you start winning. You start going to the playoffs. You start going to Super Bowls. People are going to know your name. Yep. Um, you know, the great Rod Smith once told me um, the, the reason why I was so motivated in practice, just in practice, right, it was on practice squad was he just recognized and realized the opportunity that he was given, mm-hmm. right? And, like, man, I, I, you probably guys have probably heard this. He's like, I get to put cleats on for a living, right? That was my – that was his drive. And, and like, but I don't see that from, from Jerry, Judy. And mm-hmm. I don't I, – what I see is, you know, what, what a lot of today's athletes are involved in, and that's popularity. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what is the biggest difference? And maybe it's maybe it's different now, but going from college mm-hmm. to to the NFL as a wide receiver, everybody's good. <laughs> I mean, in college, in college, you know, not everybody's good in college, mm-hmm. right? And and so a lot of times, uh, you know that you're better than that person, and, and okay, you, you're going to have a, a higher level of success than that person. 
Uh, but in the National Football League, everybody is good, and you better respect that. Because mm -hmm. if you don't, you're going to be left behind. It's like, it's like that train or that bus you're trying to catch, to, catch up to, uh, and you can't catch it because it's always moving. Huh. Um, and so you, you constantly have to work on your game. You constantly have to find ways to improve your game. Yep. Um, speaking of everyone being good, who in practice or in game was the best corner you ever went against? <laughs> well, it was Deion Sanders. <laughs> oh, <laughs> come on. That, how did, how did course, he come up on this? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I didn't even have to think about that one. Um, no, we used to uh, negotiate uh, the receiver line and one-on-ones. Uh, you know, because you get up there and, okay, you don't want to go up and you see Dion. He's about to get the next rep. And so maybe you, your shoelace gets untied. <laughs> and so you say, hey, why don't you take the next rep? Because you wanted to go up against uh, Dion Sanders because he was going to make you better. The thing about Coach Prime now or, or even back then uh, is when he did beat you, <laughs> mm. or you or you didn't beat him and you weren't successful, he would let you know what he saw. Hey, mm. you tipping. Hey, you were doing this. Hey, I saw your eyes. I, whatever it was um, that you were susceptible to, he would let you know. So that helped me out as a younger player. And, and then going up against, you know, anybody else uh, in the league, it was like it's not the same as going up against Coach Prime or Deion Sanders at the time back then. So, um, yeah, but hands down, he was, he was really good. <laughs> what, what do you think made him so great other than the physical, or the physical abilities? His confidence, one, um, he, would, he would study the opponent, who he was playing. And he would know that person inside and out, their tendencies. He would know when to jump jam, when not to jump jam, how to play inside or outside leverage, you know, which leg to put up. You know, he would mess with receivers because he knew what their game was all about. Um, and then in practice, he would take every rep. You know, we, we go through certain periods, um, and then you have the second team come in or whatever. But, no, Dion would go through every rep. Wow. Uh, so his conditioning uh, was was top notch too. So uh, he was always faster than everybody. But then, you know, to to remain fresh, to go up against Jerry like he had to go up against Jerry Rice twice a year, uh, he was mentally and physically ready for those challenges. It seems like a lot of that applies to being a coach too. Like like if you're spending time studying opponents and knowing how to to, to use your feet to get inside them or outside mm -hmm. and not let them do what they want to do, and that that all does seem like it could be useful going forward at CU too. Well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I think he's developing edges for for players and oh. and you know helping players understand how to not watch tape but study tape. Mm -hmm. You know, and and not a lot of people do that. Like we'll watch a game, and I'm sure you know a lot of people in the audience will they'll watch the all 22 or whatever. What are you studying? The yeah. all 22, mm -hmm. right? And, and so there's a big difference in that. And uh, I think those tools will be conveyed to, to the fellows up there at CU. Uh, and that will give them an edge. Um, I, when we were successful uh, at CU at Colorado, our coaches, you know, even as a, a wide receiver slash running back, I mean, I knew what the defensive line and the fronts were. Mm -hmm. um, excuse me. I got a cough. You need some water? Wow, I do. <laughs> um, should have a water bottle over there somewhere. Yeah. Wow. Uh, you're good. You're good. <coughs> we'll get we'll get uh, Pritch of water here in a second. There we go. Help that guy out. That's pretty good. Uh, yeah. Great job, Emma. Yeah, Thank definitely. Thank you very much. Definitely. <laughs> um, anyways, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's interesting 
to hear that stuff about a player who's so talented. And I think that that <laughs> is the difference between someone who is good and someone who's right. great. It's the combination <laughs> of the physical abilities and the work ethic. I mean, I remember sitting in there in there with Aqib Tlaib, and I thought Aqib was one of the guys that people thought maybe coasted off of his physical abilities. But this dude, if you got him going, like – I remember, you know, some of the games they were going up a wide receiver. He would be going up against a wide receiver, and he would be sitting there on Friday just telling me, like, everything, you know, off the record, but mm-hmm. just, like, anything and everything about this wide receiver. He's like, oh, yeah, watch. If he lines up like this, he's going to do this, and I'm going to hit him with this. And it was like, wow, this dude's preparing so hard. And when he talks about rookies, he would just be like, yeah, he could be really good He just if right. he prepares hard enough. That is kind of crazy. It like, is. you don't think about it, especially with no. cornerbacks. Right. Well, you know, a lot of people think it's such a physical game. Exactly. But it is part of that. I mean, Dion, six one, six two, long arms and, and really quick feet. Uh, but on top of that, it's the knowledge of it too, though, yep. right? Uh, so I've been talking a lot this morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, was, he was on for that like, was three, like three hours. hours yeah. yeah. Uh, well, well, we'll let you go on this one. Um, we have to ask this to all of our guests. Oh yeah. Um, rivers, lakes, or oceans? What's the best body of water? Oh, good lord. <laughs> rivers, lakes, or oceans. Um, best, okay, put it in context. What do you mean best? Like, like your favorite. What could you not live without? Oh. Or just like or, you, are, you know, you, you're spending a day on the water. Where are you yeah. Okay. Well, because, I mean, if I'm fishing, I want to find a good lake, right? Mm. Okay. I mean, although I've been to Yellowstone and I did some fly fishing uh-huh. in a river. In the ri- yeah. Have you ever done the deep sea fishing? I have. I'm about to get to that. <laughs> I'm about to get to that to that in the ocean so uh off the uh, in cabo in fact uh, oh yeah a deep sea fishing and then certainly off the coast of la but uh, i got a little sick i got seasick though oh so that's uh, out yeah yep. i think a lake let's go because uh, you can put a nice house through. nearby yep. true you can camp out have um, your own dock out yeah. there yeah docks are nice <laughs> all right uh l- before you go just yes. let people know where they can find you you had a great show uh, yeah. earlier today i know um you can find me at Vison, Vison.com. <laughs> I'm the lead NFL analyst at Vison. Vison.com, V-S-I-N.com. Or uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Mi Pritchard. All right, there he is, Pritch. Yeah. Thank you so much <laughs> for you your time. Me. No, yeah. Sorry about the coffee. No <laughs> worries, no worries. We appreciate you, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Mm-hmm. All right, see you later. There he is, Mike Pritchard from Vison. Check him out. Uh, got great stuff going over there. Obviously, uh, we love getting with DraftKings getting on there, and Pritch has a great advice on that subject as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, Allie, I ask you one more time. Zach is here, and he is ready. Do we Whoa. have Zach Stevens? No way. We got him. We got him. Is it but the real g- one? But give me a second. All right, we'll get Zach oh, on. That's going to take me a second. second. You guys should talk I'll about a great partner. What do we got? Ooh, um, well. You're supposed to be ready for this. One of our – we were doing the same thing. <laughs> one of our many, many – Many great partners, and there are just so many. It is crazy <laughs> to think about how many awesome partners we have. We have so one, many. two, three, four. Five. Oh, DraftKings Sportsbook. DraftKings Sportsbook. Segment. Yes. What do we? Oh, let's see. I don't have any good bets going with DraftKings Sportsbook right now. Actually, I do. The uh, Pebble Beach, the the tournament. So oh, remember, yeah. I had bet on all of the partners of all the relevant people. So Greg Penner's partner, Condi's partner, Josh Cronkey's partner, yes. Schoolboy Q's partner, and there were actually one or two of them who were in the running. And they were like crazy payouts. So you can do the ads. I'm going to see if I want money. All right. Uh, Henry is going to check to see if he wants money. <laughs> Shout out to DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Uh, right now you can get $200 in free bets when you sign up and use the code DNVR. It's a great deal. It's a 
the best way uh, to experience the Super Bowl is not just to watch, but also to bet on it. So check out our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Did you win? My guy, Brendan Wu. Yes, of course. Finished second. And you had him to win? I had him to win. It was a $10 bet that paid nine ten. Dude, don't you think the whole tournament should be void because Greg Penner had to leave? He was going to make a run. Yeah. He was due for a run because he was probably what? He was probably like 20 over. Yeah. I mean, he just had to go 40 under. 40 under. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's got an eagle every hole, a couple double eagles, and you're in. Wow. Um, also, speaking of eagles, go birds. Um, ah, yeah. But also, if you want some eagles gear to support your newfound fandom, or if you just want Broncos gear because, you know, you're a Broncos fan. That's better. Got to go over to Foco. Whoa. Can they hear that, too, or just us? Oh, okay. Oh, so we're supposed to play it off. There's an echo. No, there isn't. What are you talking about? What? Sorry, I get distracted by the echo. Anyways, get over to FOCO. Use the code DNVR to get 10% off uh, everything over there. Wow. And, uh, you know, get some bobbleheads, get some other stuff, get some. Uh, you could get, like, this background, but Bronco style. Yeah. Pretty sick. Or Rockies or Avalanche or Buffs or. Or Eagles. Or Eagles. Or Eagles. All right. Are you ready to Sounds bring like him on? I'm right. sorry. That's going to be Finally, so just let Zach talk. We have time. Zach Stevens. Big time. Big time. Zach, my guy. You know, it's hard. Guy. You're a hard, hard guy to get a hold of. <laughs> Fellas, I mean, it's been quite a day today. Look at you guys out there. I'm here at Broncos. Hey, I can hear that echo, too. You power through it, guys. Wow. It is a fun echo. It's crazy. We can't hear. And with the echo, it's like he's coming from above. It feels like uh, Wizard of Oz. Or like he's God. Yeah, well, he kind of He thinks so. Everyone can hear. Okay, just let Zach talk. Oh, okay. Okay, so, Zach. The floor is mine, Allie. I like those words. Today, guys, I right when I got home, I changed into a blue shirt because the details matter around here, guys. The details are everything. This is the new Sean Payton era where details mean everything. Sean Payton wearing a little Broncos, uh, uh, what the tag on his on his coat that was pointed up. He said someone pointed it out on Twitter earlier and said, "Ah, he needs to learn." No, that's just how Sean Payton he he did it like that because he wants to show that the Broncos are pointing up. His pocket square pointing up because he wants to show that the Broncos are pointing up. His his uh, tie lock was made of his tie that he was wearing on Fox a couple of uh, last week that it was orange. That was intentional, but he took it one step further today. He was wearing an orange tie that had horses on it. So this guy is all about the details and not just with the football team, not just on the field uh, and, and things like that. It comes to the details off the field, the things that I just mentioned and the way that food is made in the facility, the way that, that players do things when they're not in the facility. And so that that is what Sean Payton brings. You could tell that he's rejuvenated, that he's excited for this opportunity and he is calm. He knows what he's doing unlike the past three head coaches that the Denver Broncos have had where uh, you, you get an excited giddiness and, and they're, they're still saying, oh, well, I, I don't know how I'm going to do this, still working through that. Sean Payton knows exactly what he's going to do. And what's very interesting is he talked about how he's, he's done this before. He's taken over a bad team when he took over the New Orleans Saints in 2006 and built him up from the ground up. He said when he got there, 
there there were tarps on the wall because the the facility was literally still recovering from Hurricane Katrina. He said they would have cakes and celebrate when they were to, able to get coaches to come come uh, to play for the Saints and coach for the Saints. This is a much different experience, obviously, because the Broncos have all the resources in the world. Their building literally isn't falling apart like it was in New Orleans. So as tough of it as, as it seems like he, he's taking over of, of a situation, it's much easier than one that he's been in before. Uh, and a couple of other things, George Payton and him so far, guys, it does seem like that their relationship is good for George Payton. That's huge for George Payton because one of the things that uh, he he said was, uh, I, I've been made out to be this tyrant that wants all of this power. And that that's not me. I, I don't necessarily want all of this power. And he said that him and Mickey Loomis worked together for 15 years and never had a big problem when it came to an issue. So I, I think that's key and their their relationship together is going to be key moving forward. Yes. Uh, oh, okay, cool. cool. Echo's back. The yeah, echo's back. Well, we prefer the echo. Wow, that was, that was so, so much good stuff. stuff. One, One question. question. Did, Did we, we ever figure out what the blue detail means with the shirt? Do you want, hold on. Do you want Zach back? Wait, yeah. is Zach gone? He's gone? Give me one second. Oh. We gotta figure out the echo, guys. This is I. I oh, I like the this echo. Might not be the best Everybody idea. likes the echo. We um, were thinking that we weren't gonna be able to see or hear Zach at one point. We're like, <laughs> we still want to do the interview. That's how much we wanted Zach on. Why do you think blue was the color of the shirt? Just for Broncos, there has to be something deeper. Because the sky, which is up, and the Broncos are wow. pointing up. Oh, I was thinking because that's where he's speaking to us from. Oh. Yeah. No, he doesn't want to be on a pedestal. He doesn't? That's what he said. Wait, no. Sean doesn't. Zach does. Zach does, yeah. Zach absolutely does. Yeah. <laughs> There's he nothing he'd like more than a pedestal. You guys, you, guys, <sighs> you guys are making me seem like a tyrant Is with this power. He's talking. If we don't want an echo, you're not going to be able to hear. So I'll repeat. What do we do? Do you want the echo? Um, yeah, just echo it up. Oh, oh we, we love, love the, the echo. echo. love the echo. Zach, can you hear us? not like the echo. I got you. I got you. I've been talking to myself. That's all. What were you saying? Was it? Oh, well, I, I let's was just trust that it was interesting. Me, you guys are making me seem like a tyrant, just wanting all of this power. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's a little unfair, uh, but, you know, I'll take it. All right, Zach, uh, this will be our last thing because if, I guess the people don't like the echo, even though it makes us all sound divine. Oh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's incredible. Um, just your feeling walking away from this, you know, a lot of times there's just a vibe in the air when you leave a big press conference like this. So what... When, when you, you left, left the, the facility, facility today, what was on your mind? It's kind of a big exhale of, okay, they, they finally got someone in place that, that's going to move this team and organization in the right direction. And that's just something that the Broncos have been missing for a long time. You know, there, there was a lot of excitement with Nathaniel Hackett. And excitement's great, uh, but then it was, you know, a little unnerving about what was going to happen. Now, it, there's an adult in the room. Sean Payton's got control of things. And I was surprised at how little he talked about Russell Wilson and that makes me think that uh that they're not fully 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 committed to Russ for the very long term and that's not the reason for in very long term I, they're committed to him this year uh but that's not the reason why Sean Payton took this job is because he sees an opportunity to turn Russell Wilson around he was given multiple opportunities to talk about it he touched on it but but then would move in a different direction I just think that is so interesting because it's the complete opposite of last year where everything 
was being built around Russell Wilson, not just the football player, but the person. In fact, when we had uh, a little meeting with Sean after the press conference, he was asked, uh, you know, Jay Keeps, he's Russell Wilson's quarterback coach. Is he going to still be around? And Sean said, I'm not aware of that. And no, the only people that are going to be in the facility are players uh, and coaches that are on our staff. So he put that on notice right away. That's a huge takeaway. Uh, and so he's not going to be afraid to put Russell Wilson uh, and make him just like one of the other players. Uh, and so that was a that was a big takeaway. And then one of the other things that I loved He's a Bronco, and he is fully embracing it. The past two to three coaches that the Broncos have had here, when asked about the AFC West and the Chiefs and the Chargers and the Raiders, they say, oh, yeah, you know, one of 17 games. We got to play them. We don't really like these guys, but, uh, you know, I respect the organization. No, no, that's not what it means to be a Bronco. And today he said he is cheering for the Eagles. He wasn't even asked about it. He went out of his way to say that he is cheering for the Eagles this weekend because you never want the team in the AFC West to win. He said a perfect weekend is when the Broncos win and the other three teams in the AFC West lose. So Sean Payton's here. He's putting his foot down with uh, how fans and players and coaches should talk about the their divisional rivals and then also put putting his foot down with how uh, special treatment won't be given. The bombshell. bombshell. That is bombshell. a bombshell. A, a Zach bomb at the end of Zach the uh, interview there. A Zach attack. That's, that's why you bring him in. That's why you bring him in. You got, that's why you bring in Zach Stevens for bombshells like that. Hopefully he'll show up tomorrow because we've been having the time of our freaking lives for two days and he's just been missing out. Are we it's, saying bye to him? We are. Okay. Bye. Bye, Zach. Bye. I was, we were going to like actually say bye to him, but. Yeah, bye. But yeah, it's, it's going to take an hour to catch Zach up on everything that's happened over the past 24 hours. It's been wild. Allie had to turn the car off because it was making so many wrong turns. Oh, no. Stop. That's true. It, there stop, were so many wrong stop, turns that she was stop. like, we got to restart this thing. It was like, go no, plug it, unplug it, plug it back in. It's no. not a self-driving car. No, no but it was like car. she blamed it. Allie no. really hates that you talked about this. Every time you you say it, she hates it even more. She does. you're not telling the story correctly. Hi, it's not. It's Allie, you know, th this is a equal opportunity podcast. Tell your side of the story. Yes. Okay. Well, should I bring my face back up wherever it is? It's on your head. Oh. Really? I didn't know my face was on my head. Thank you. Uh, um, we were driving a rental car and You were, to be yes, clear. Yes, I was. And the air or the car play stopped working. So Ryan was trying to figure it out and Ryan was struggling I was big struggling. time. It took him twenty minutes I did to get figure it done. It out. He did figure it out. But there because was of that difficulties. It was working before when I was in the car. Then I turned the car off because they couldn't get in because the freaking trunk wouldn't open without the car off uh which was weird True. so then we turned the car off the trunk open they got in so then when we were driving and we stopped i was like maybe the car play will work if i turn the car off since that's when it stopped working so that's when i turned the car off but we took a lot of wrong turns that was just on us because we couldn't figure we out couldn't, the directions we didn't have the directions fair enough all right Good go. so, should we hit ads first um, yes. Let's get, I think we're good on ads. Wait. So, oh, yeah. We're we good. are, aren't we? We're good. Oh, yeah, big day. All right. That, no ads, which means Dave, we can. No ads. Dave says Allie owes Hank a pie to the face. That oh, wow. sounds pretty Did fun. Did you see what I said? Yum. All right. Well, we have one more <laughs> guest now. <laughs> I said so yum. So now, uh, since we don't have to do ads, we can bring directly <laughs> on our good friend, Lindsey Jones. Um, some, some would say a Denver legend, well, Lindsey Jones. That's me, I say it. Yeah, see, Henry just said it. Uh-oh, mm -hmm. we got the, yeah, there we go. If I can get this. 
Boom. There we go. Professional. Denver <laughs> legend, Lindsey Jones, I'm according ready. to Henry. What's going on, guys? What's up? How Not are you? Good. How are things? Um, good. Apparently, like, the news is here. I don't know. We all missed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah we, we all left. We all left we before left the Zach excitement behind. in Denver. And it, it ended up being a good decision for us <laughs> um, because now there's a, so a spot for you on the set. Lovely. Well, thank you guys for having me. Sorry, I'm like hugging with my mic here. <laughs> oh, no worries. <laughs> there we go. Uh, we can start with an easy question. Is Sean Payton going to fix Russell Wilson? <laughs> I mean, I think he, of the people that were available and could potentially hire mm -hmm. in the cycle, I think he was the one guy who was the best shot to do it. Yep. Um, I really think the only person who's going to truly fix Russell Wilson is probably Russell Wilson. Yeah. And the thing that I'm intrigued about this partnership is that Sean Payton is the one guy that was out there and available. And honestly, I mean, there's probably a really short list of guys that maybe weren't available that you might have True. wanted to reach out to. Who can have this like authority to come in and tell Russ, this is how it's going to be. This is what we're going to do. This is what you need to do. Um, and one of the things that I, you know, I, I'm intrigued about this whole thing is that I mean, how many times have we read or have we heard Russell over the last, how many of your years say that he wants to play like Drew Brees? Yeah. And he doesn't, he's not Drew Brees. That's not what he does yeah. best. Like That's not really his style. And Sean Payton can say, hey, man, you are not Drew Brees. <laughs> Doing like, it all this wrong. Is not, so <laughs> let me, like, let me coach you. Mm -hmm. Let's find what you do best. Let's accentuate the things that you can do well at your age now. And let's stop making you pretend to be somebody that you're not. Um, so that's why I'm at least like intrigued by it yeah. is that he's going to come in with, you know, he just, I was to say he's like the adult, the adult in the room. Like we probably throw that around too much, but he comes in with um, pedigree and a resume mm -hmm. and uh, stuff that was not here yeah. previously when, when Russell first showed up. Zach just said uh, that in kind of the split off session after the press conference, um, Coach Payton was asked about Russ's personal quarterbacks coach and if he's still going to be around. And Sean Payton straight up just said, I didn't know about that, but no. Uh, the only people that are going to be in this building are people that, you know, are on this staff. I mean, and that's, you know, that probably is going to be a good yeah. step, right? Is that once you're in the building, and that's not to say that, like, Russell can't do what he wants to do all off season and have maybe a nice Tuesday, an off day, if yeah. you want to go and do a throwing session or you want to go. But, uh, and he can say this, look, he said, I coached a Hall of Famer. We won a Super Bowl together. I coached one of the most prolific offenses in the NFL in, you know, in this version of the modern NFL. And like Drew Brees, Hall of Fame quarterback, he didn't need all of this stuff. Yep. Um, and he was in that that elite stratosphere of celebrity quarterbacks, not <laughs> yeah. quite in the Russell, the Russell Wilson. He's in his own category. spot. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't private security and stuff. I don't think Drew Brees necessarily had, no. but. <laughs> But, but that's, you know, that's what he can do. He can come in and say, we're going to do mm -hmm. this. And Russell Wilson, despite the contract, like, I don't really see where he would have a leg to stay, to say, to put his foot down and say, no, 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 I'm keeping mm -hmm. it the way it was. Because what did they do last year? Yeah. To yeah. Maybe I'm naive about it, too. But the fact that Russ wanted Sean Payton makes me think that he know he, he's kind of embarrassed about yeah. what happened this year and is like, okay, uh, anything's on the table for me. Like, whatever gets me back to how I was. Yeah, I mean, I think that's got to be there. I mean, there's there's no way that you could look at the resume yeah. from 2022 and really be proud of 
almost any of it, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And say like, you know, you could probably pick quarters here and there, drives mm -hmm. here and there. It says, okay, well, this this gives me hope that it's possible. This is what I could do, you know, especially like, at the very end of the season, <laughs> right? Um, although we should not get sucked into the like the Drew Lock of it all of like one great game at the end of the season and everything's going to be awesome. False um, positive, as a big fan <laughs> yeah. too would say. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm sure he looks back. I'm sure he's embarrassed. I know. I can't imagine that somebody who's has the uh, competitive spirit and ego that he has looks back and is like happy with anything that they put on film last year. Totally, and I mean, even worst case scenario, like he he's he just wants to play out the contract. He's happy. He just wants his money. Like you still cannot just be taking that beating from social media and from the fans yeah. and all that for five more years. Could you imagine going through that? Yeah, and he. I mean, he's such an interesting character right like mm -hmm. and we call him a character because like I don't know if any of us really no. know him yeah. you know you get these little glimpses and the first time I ever met him the first time I interviewed him was in 2012 and he was probably mm -hmm. six games into his rookie season and he was very similar to the same guy now just not the level of fame, fame right yeah. he wasn't married to Ciara yep. um, he was he had started six games or whatever but he was very much that like I'm polished I will not say anything off script mm -hmm. um, and so you'd have to get really hard to get just these little like authentic nuggets out of him um, so he knew about the NFL script all the way back then he did right <laughs> right um, so I you know I'm just really curious to see kind of what this like iteration mm -hmm. is and to see kind of who the rest of Sean Payton's staff is going to be as he puts this all mm -hmm. together because I think Nathaniel Hackett had a lot of failings one of the biggest issues he had was outside of Ajiro Evero, yep. basically, was the staff that he put together. He didn't have the experience and network available to kind of bring together the best of the best, where Sean Payton, in theory, should be able to do that. So I'm very curious, offensive line, quarterbacks, wide receivers, just the whole group, who's staying, who's going, um, are they going to bring in some better teachers, better leaders than maybe the last staff had? Are they going to play Quizlet? I think he actually made it pretty clear today that they are not. <laughs> like, like I think he almost specifically said, like, yeah, I know, like, the young guys, like, they coach or they teach a certain way. You know, I'm kind of old school in some ways. Like, he almost specifically said, we're done with that. Yeah. Well, I, di I did say one of my first things when Sean Payton and I texted, I said, so can we get our media room back? After, uh, <laughs> that after Hackett turned the media room into a player's lounge. Yes, and, uh, game room. I don't think any players room. ever Pop a shot. That was a little. I I don't think it's coming back though, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> but I I had to at least send the text and yeah. check it and check out and see if that was possible. As you've kind of moved into a more national role, I'm curious if you've gained a different perspective on the Broncos. Like I always say, sometimes when you're in the on the beat and in the building, you your your view of things get a little bit skewed. How has your view of what's going on in Denver changed? Yeah, I mean, so I still live in Denver, obviously, and yeah, it's kind of evolved because like when I worked at USA Today, I was. A national writer, but that was when that was like during the Peyton. Right <laughs> now, there's too many Peytons. This is too oh, <laughs> the Peyton Manning <laughs> era, um, and so they were. You know, I felt like I was kind of still on the Broncos beat just because they were the most relevant team right. in the AFC and uh, got to stay home and cover them a lot. And then, yeah, over the last couple of years, it's been this weird like slide to irrelevancy, and that's weird because the Broncos have never been in that right. position before. So, you know, that was part. You know, I think that was part of it. Um, it kind of been hard to, you know, I think maybe nationally, that's kind of how we looked at the Broncos, mm -hmm. where it's like, well, they're not really good, but they're not really bad. And then they're <laughs> bordered on really bad for a little while. Um, but like bad, boring, like yep. bad, boring yep. is the worst kind from like a media perspective mm -hmm. where 
you know, if you can be like a complete dumpster fire, then at least it's interesting, right? And like the Broncos kind of weren't in that that realm either. Um, so, you know, I think it's been just kind of trying to focus in like what what are the Broncos, where are they really? Like reality check for mm-hmm. where is this franchise? Because I think in the building, and I think even sometimes like in Bronco, you know, in Denver and metro area, there's still this idea of like, the Broncos are not one of those teams. Like, yeah. They're not the Jets or not the Raiders or, you know, some of these other teams that have been in the playoffs for a really long time or, you know, um, you know, missteps all over mm-hmm. the, you know. But, like, the Broncos keep firing coaches. They keep running through quarterbacks. Like, functional model franchises don't do those sorts of things. So what we really need to see now is Sean Payton's stick, yep. right? Mm-hmm. That we're not back here having a intro coach press conference again and. I mean, God, God forbid, 12 months, but let alone even like 24 or 36 months. Like yeah. this needs, there needs to be stability. Mm-hmm. There's now ownership stability. There now needs to be head coach and quarterback stability. Mm-hmm. I was thinking like there's, there's people out there that cover the Steelers and they maybe have been covering them for like 50 years and I've covered more yeah. introductory coach press conferences <laughs> in yeah. the last three or it four years. It is ridiculous. <laughs> like it's, it's, it is easy to think like, oh, they're the Broncos. They're just fine. Like they're, they're coach away. They're quarterback away. But you also look and. They're playing the, the the Chiefs and the 49ers play this week. How many 49ers would be Chiefs the Broncos' best player? Oh, sorry, the the Eagles. How many how many players do they have yeah. that would be the Broncos' best player? Like George Kittle, Patrick Mahomes. Like the the star power just isn't there for the Broncos right now. You have yeah. Pat Sertan. You just don't have it. the juice. Yeah, and that's you know that's really going to be George Payton's challenge now mm-hmm. is to get the roster to a point where you can compete with those best teams. Mm-hmm. And, and I think going into last season, the thing that always kind of gave me pause was right after the Russell Wilson trade and those months going in, like, I remember I went up to training camp a few days and like, it was exciting. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, it, it looked like a competent offense and mm-hmm. red zone drills and stuff. But there was all this talk about like Super Bowls and it was yeah. like, can this team compete in the AFC West first? Like yeah. that is literally like what they need to focus on. And Which it became, wasn't even as hard as we thought it was going to be. And they still no, couldn't Yeah. And mm-hmm. so, you know, I think those those steps are still what needs to happen now. And it's, you know, look, it's I know there's a lot of people in Denver who won't be super happy watching the Super Bowl this weekend and, you know, having to see the Chiefs on this stage again. Mm-hmm. You know, the Chargers obviously made the playoffs this year. And um, it's, it's a long climb still. Mm-hmm. I mean, the roster needs a lot of work. Um, coaching staff needs a lot of work. Um, Image-wise, I think they need a lot of repairing to be done, credibility within the yep. community, those sorts of things. Um, so, yeah, a lot, it's going to be a long climb, but I think of all of the options, this is probably the <laughs> best place to start. I mean, could you imagine if all of a sudden it was like, got to sell, and look, Jonathan Gannon might coach his butt off mm-hmm. on Sunday, right? I mean, he might, but like trying to sell that is like, here you go. Yeah, yeah. No. Sean Payton's a, a little bit easier sell. Uh, last thing, what are you working on this week that you're excited about, mm-hmm. and where can everyone find it? Yeah, well, so my new job at The Ringer, I don't really write anymore, which is mm-hmm. very different. So this Super Bowl experience is very different for me. So um, I'm here editing all of our copy. All of my, our reporters are here. I'm going to be doing Slow News Day with Kevin Clark a couple times nice. this week. I think we're going to we're going to record tomorrow morning, or actually late tonight, tomorrow morning after Media Day. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're going to record after the game. So I'll be podcasting. And then uh, we got a lot of awesome content. Go to theringer.com. Check out all the uh, um, all the content. I'm going to be selling Girl Scout cookies on Radio Row. Oh. <laughs> I'm here just hustling. Mom life. Let's go. Yeah, you're it. ready. Wow. So. Uh, okay. And then we'll let you go on this one. Oh, yeah, 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 I was going to ask. You have to say that. You have to ask both questions. What's the best 
body of water, rivers, lakes, or oceans? Oh, uh, oceans. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow, okay. okay. Yeah. Why? Uh, I don't They're beautiful. And have <laughs> sustaining life and Ooh. dolphins and whales okay. and... I don't, yeah, they do I have guess. like all the big, big. Yeah. What do you even call it? They're not fish. Creatures. Yeah. I mean, it's hard. Like, I mean, I'm water a, creatures. I'm, an, I'm a native Coloradan. We don't have uh -huh. oceans, but True. so there's some allure of like going somewhere where you can be out on the ocean and in the in the beach. All right. All right. So, Thank should we you be so asking people who's going to win the Super Bowl? That would be a good. Question. Oh. I feel like oh, that yeah. should be kind of like. I haven't decided yet. No, you haven't. Okay. Yeah. I haven't. Although I think you know, for the the ringer socials tonight, I think I'm going to probably have to make a pick. Oh, okay. Um. It's tough. I think the Eagles have a better roster, one through fifty-three. Yep. Uh, I think the Eagles have probably a better game day coach, like for those three hours. My huh. colleague Shio Kapadia made this point really. I like this. Wow. But the Chiefs have the better have the better quarterback. Yep. By a, a lot. fairly substantial yep. margin. Uh, they have a you know, Travis Kelsey is kind of like an, the ultimate X factor, right? Yep. And then you have the better game planning coach, wow. and Andy Reid. Mm -hmm. So it's really. Uh, it is tough. I'll yeah. just tell you this. Henry kind of got Allie's canceled for at me picking waiting. the Chiefs. <laughs> yeah, I, I picked the Chiefs, and yeah. now I'm, I'm yeah, the bad guy. He's the ba like, Broncos fans, Broncos fans yeah. should know better than anybody. No, the Chiefs don't are do really this. good. Don't do this. They've won 15 in a row. Like, I'm supposed really to say that team's going to lose? To yes. see Andy Reid against the Eagles. Oh, I mean, there's happens. like the in terms of the storylines, and these are the right two teams that are here. Yeah. Right. I mean, I think there were times during the year where, like, you could have made a really strong case that the Niners deserve mm -hmm. to be here, that they should, you know, or the Bills or the Bengals. Mm -hmm. And I think if the Bengals would have, would have won that game, that would have been fine. It yeah. would have been, like, an, a good outcome. But I think, ultimately, these are the teams that were the best in the AFC, the best in the NFC all year long. And I'm kind of with you. Like, I made that mistake for a long time of, like, oh, Tom Brady, I'm going to bet against Tom. Yeah. I'm going to pick against Tom Brady. Like, I don't know if I, like, have it in me to pick against, <laughs> to yeah. pick against that guy. No. Yeah. But... The Eagles are the better roster, top to bottom. So easily. Oh, uh, well, Do you think it'll we'll be high scoring? Would I, you take the over? Um, what is the total? I don't or know what, what is it right now? Is right now? I think it's at fifty. Yeah, right around. Fifty and a half, maybe. Ooh, I don't know. 27, 23 is under. I think. I would pro. I guess I would probably take the under just by a little bit. I feel like okay. they always yeah. start slow in Super Bowls. Like everyone's mm -hmm. a little bit yeah. you know, afraid really to true. force the issue. And these are two pretty good defenses. For sure. Yeah, I mean, I think I think we could see some turnovers in this game. Like we could see some like mm -hmm. awesome interior defensive line play, which be fun. And a half. what a game for it too. Like when the edges yeah. are just containing the quarterback anyway. This is the this is the game where yeah. you need those guys. Yeah, give me some Chris Jones. Like yes. that'll be that'll be fun. Um, right. So I guess I mean I'm probably I'll probably change my mind like 16 times between <laughs> before Friday. I just I just cannot pick against Mahomes yet. Yeah, I just I can't right I can't you. quite get myself there, <laughs> but we'll see over the next. All right. The next few days, how everybody's looking. I also want to see how healthy the rest of the Chiefs are. I want to see how his ankle is. I want to see if Juju's going to play. <laughs> we know McCole Hardman's not going to play, but he needs more help. So. All right. Well, Lindsay, thank you so much yes. for joining You're us. You're welcome. For the great Thanks insights. for having me. We'll be looking out for you on Slow News Day, and we'll check yeah. out the ringer. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. All right. See you, Lindsay. All right. All what right. Great, uh, great uh, slate of guests today. What a great slate. That was fun. We've been going Bye. for... An hour and 15 minutes already. Should we try to go 15 more? No. Okay. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> okay. Uh, Allie, how are you feeling? I, I know you were kind of hoping that Lindsay was going to pick your Eagles. No, oh. I'm, I'm... You were just like, you were waiting with bated breath over there. No, I was just interested. I love the hate. Keep bringing the hate. Oh. 
See, because I talked to a Chiefs fan today oh. who was like, everyone's picking the Eagles. Oh, no, I've not seen a single person pick the Eagles. Everyone's picking the Chiefs, which is fun. What, what are you gasping Super about? Chats. Oh, oh, we got one. This did someone super one. chat saying, don't forget the super chats? Oh, no, we no, did no. Have another uh, one. No, that would be we a good super two. chat, though. Well, I guess we're going 15 more minutes. What do we got in the super more chats? Minutes. Do you think the super chats will take this long? No. Is it just the one? There's two. Oh, okay. okay. Hey, RG. What? My bag. Oh, God. Oh, do you have a. Wow, okay. I don't, what are you I don't doing? know what this could be. Super chats. I'm okay. scared. All what right. are the super chats? Tiffany says, Flores or. Deze? Desai? Uh, Desai. Oh. Who do you prefer? Flores for me. I I lean Flores yeah. just because he seems like the known quantity. Like He's going to come in. He's going to blitz. He's a good defensive coordinator. The personality stuff, he wears on people. I'm not sure. He, he, might, he might not be a home run hire. And I think that there's a real chance that Sean Desai is as smart as everybody says. You know, what was it Masters from Columbia? It's one of the big name wow. schools like that. And I mean, DB's cho coach for the Legion of Boom has been a coordinator, still only 38, 39. I mean, there is a lot to like about him. Flores just seems safer. All right. I like Flores mm -hmm. because Lindsay said it, bad and boring is a terrible place to be for a NFL team. And they, a Brian Flores defense is exciting. It is exciting. What do you have? We got a lot of people in the chat angry at me saying, don't <laughs> stop with that underdog BS. Oh, because Whoa. everyone is picking the Eagles. Well, okay, the well, favorites. Everyone that I have talked still? to. I think minus one. Yep, minus one and a half. Everyone that I've talked to hasn't picked the Eagles. So wow. Yeah. Oh, okay. We got. Uh, Let's go. We're going, we're going one more guess. Yes. Throwing it back to the OG BSN Broncos podcast days. Wow. The homie BK. First time. Hey, first time, long time. Thanks, yes. for, <laughs> thanks for having me. It's actually not first time. No. Well, in this iteration, I guess. It is. It I'll is. play Zach Stevens. So <laughs> I'm going to start to ask a question, and then one of you be Greg Penner. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, yeah, yeah. I want to be Greg. Wait, did I be Greg, Greg Penner interrupt Zach? Yeah, yes. you missed that during the uh, uh, during the Sean Payton press conference, which... I was trying to book esteemed guests like yourself. Well, uh, no, I, I get that. Uh, but Henry and I, obviously, watching... Every yes. every second of it. Well, that, except that, for when it was cutting. That up. the internet allowed yes. us to. <laughs> uh, but yeah, in the middle of, you know, they hand the mic to Zach because mm -hmm. Sean Payton finishes his answer. So Zach starts to ask his question, and then Greg, goes, well, hey, let, let me finish it. And uh, Zach, are like, ah, and I texted him. I said, don't worry, you'll get it in there. You'll get your question mm -hmm. asked. And he did. He did. He did. He repped. He repped DNVR well, mm -hmm. um, because I was not there. KOA didn't ask a question. Oh. They did get it. They did. There were plenty of KOA representatives there. Oh, yeah. And they did sit down with coach that you will hear on the KOA Sports. But they didn't ask any questions the whole time they were sitting with him? Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just looked at each other. Well, I d look, you guys saw it. And Every time you finish this talking, they're just going. <laughs> we, do need, we do need to prepare ourselves for. Not as many questions. It's not going to be a lot of Wednesday, Thursdays oh. where the 12 people there all get a question. It's going to be about similar to Russell Wilson, six or seven, because Sean Payton, while he's not necessarily overly long-winded, not 10-second answers. And I get this as an mm -hmm. introductory presser, but Sean knows how to filibuster a bit, similar mm -hmm. to, say, Mike Shanahan. Like, he will get whatever he wants to get to, he'll get to. Yeah, it's kind of interesting in that way. I just wonder if him being in the media himself – gives him like a different appreciation for the job. Maybe so. And he, he kind of touched on that at the end about learning how to, to sit on camera and talk on camera mm -hmm. and what to do with his hands. You know, I, I don't know if he was Ricky Bobby when he got there to Fox, <laughs> but he, he's obviously <laughs> been on camera. He's been on camera plenty. Uh, the one thing that you know about Sean, 
and talking to people in the building, you know, kind of getting a second and third hand about the interview, the first interview. Sean's very confident in who he is, as he should be, when you have the track record of success that he has and the pedigree working with Bill Parcells and then what he and Drew Brees were able to do mm -hmm. with the Saints for all those years. You're, there's a, a confidence that should come with that, and he exudes that. And we also found out about his attention to detail. And Bill Belichick is all, all famously, right, we always hear about his detail. Well, they both come from that same Parcells tree. So while Sean's personality is maybe not as abrasive as Bill's or caustic as Bill, you know, yeah. rough around the edges, he's still going to make sure every stone is turned over, right? That no stone is unturned, I guess is a better way to say that. And he knows exactly what he wants to do. I remember for all of the criticisms of Tim Tebow, the quarterback, the Tim Tebow leadership stuff, what always stuck out to me, he said one time, a leader not only knows where they're going, but they know how to get there. And I think Sean, he knows a path to success. Will it all work with Russell Wilson and company? We'll find out. But if anyone out there right now that isn't named Kyle Shanahan or Sean McVay has a good chance to get it going with Russell Wilson, Sean Payton is at the very top of the list, and he was obviously the only one available. And I think Broncos country, after seeing him today and going forward, will continue to rally around that idea, and then they'll play games and we'll find out <laughs> how it actually works. And so many coaches talk about attention to detail. It, it's just constant. I mean, even Nathaniel Hackett saying attention to detail. But, but for, for Sean Payton to come in and say one of the things that Bill Parcells taught him was that you know what looks wrong. Like, you can see what isn't working and fix it. And then to go and give uh, examples of the details that he wants to fix and some of that sort of stuff, it just feels so much more real. Like, he knows what the details are and can teach the details. Well, and we may have seen this with Dan Quinn, if he would have been hired, mm -hmm. Jim Harbaugh. Guys that have been in that position before know how their week goes. They know how not only each practice week goes, but they know starting in the spring exactly how they want their spring program to go through the end of OTAs and minicamp in June, and then how they want to ramp things up through training camp. And I know it's changed a little from, you know, maybe when Harbaugh was there, and even in recent years since DQ hasn't been a head coach, and now Sean taking a year off. But there's not going to be any, hey, let's try this. Or I remember this from when I worked there. I've always wanted to try it. Everything that he's wanted to try for the most part, he's tried. Doesn't mean he won't listen to new ideas. Or if somebody says, hey, well, this really worked, or this works with this guy, or this set of players, whatever it may be, that he won't evolve. But we will not see the same training camp we saw last year. I don't think the emphasis on recovery days will be there the way it was. Yeah. And, and I think fundamentally what Nathaniel Hackett was doing made sense until you don't win and guys keep getting hurt, right. that it just doesn't add up. But I think the Rams approach training camp similarly. I think the mm -hmm. Packers a, yeah. approach it similarly. The Rams of, or, the, or the Vikings, the Niners. But they all had more success for the most part. Obviously, the Rams, not, not this year withstanding. Um. Do you think Broncos fans are safe to be excited again? Like, I'm speaking from my own personal experience here, where it's just like, I don't like. I feel afraid to be excited about things because we were so excited last off season that now you have to like take this guarded approach to everything. Yeah, there's a cautious optimism, right? That yeah. you're like, oh, can we, can we get there again? I, I think yes and no. And the reason I say no is because as we look to our right, there's Patrick Mahomes just over our shoulder. I'm so glad he's not looking at me. Well, right, he's looking. Imagine? No, you know what, though? But that doesn't mean he won't throw it this way. Oh. Right? Oh, right? Yeah. Because even though he's looking with his eyes to the left, we know that, that Patrick, similar to a really good point, or similar to Nikola Jokic, can, yeah. can see guys all over all over the field in this case. Don't compare those. So, 
<laughs> no, I, I don't. I don't think it's a terrible comparison. Based on there are some similarities. Could, don't, look, one the, is a good person. The, one we can love. The, one the, we embrace. The, the Mahomes John Elway comparisons are still the best comparisons yes. because of the way they're it's built, the way they play, and he's just an evolved version of Jokic's John. comp is Manning. Danny Manning. <laughs> yeah. Jayhawk legend Danny Manning. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Um, but you can't uh, say Peyton anymore because but, they're yeah. seventeen. Yeah, I know. It's well, imagine being somebody. Uh, and I'll get back to your question, but being at the ECL tr- training center, hey, who are you doing that for? Oh, I got to do this for Peyton. You're like, <laughs> They're like, okay. Megan Peyton? No, which Peyton? <laughs> yeah, Me- Megan Peyton needs this done. Wow. Uh, oh, I thought you meant Peyton. Man- oh, George. Oh, wait, sure. Um, yeah, they could open a law firm, right? Uh, Peyton, Peyton, and Peyton. <laughs> <laughs> I'd use it. The reason you don't want to be overly enthusiastic is because that guy is still here. And yep. we know that the Chargers are going to be competitive. The Raiders, we'll see. Aaron Rodgers is up there. That's a different conversation yeah. for a year or two. It's not long term. Mm-hmm. But the other side of it is, I understand, and we're looking at 13 months ago. We're two days away, two days and a month away from when Russ got traded on March 8th, my anniversary, as I am able to remember that date. Day before uh, my birthday. Day before my birthday, and, and Kenny Smith's mm. birthday is March 8th as well, the, wow. uh, from NBA and TNT. Anyway, <laughs> uh, as my anniversary was ruined, and then you think about how football season got ruined for so many Broncos fans, uh, but regardless, the enthusiasm, which I think was justified, right? You, the, I don't think the enthusiasm was misplaced or inaccurate. No. You were going based on 10 years of Russell Wilson in Seattle and the idea that Nathaniel Hackett, Coming in as an offensive coach, having spent three years around Aaron Rodgers, been a coach, a coach's kid is, and, and around football his whole life, that this has a chance to be really, really good. And we know it wasn't, but what isn't talked about, and I've talked to 50 people since I've been here, and everyone's like, what, what's going on? You know, what's up with Sean and Russ? There's not enough emphasis on the amount of players that were hurt and, and which players mm. were hurt. Yeah. It doesn't mean they were going to no win the Super Bowl. No one cares about that. I get that, they, I, I get that they don't, but like if we go look at these rosters of, of the Eagles and and the Chiefs. the Chiefs, I guarantee you, if we look at their 22 starters from week one, if it's not 18 to 20 that are still out there mm-hmm. on both sides, you know, you go back to Super Bowl 50, the Broncos not only had all 11 starters from week one, Derek Wolf was suspended, but he was a starter. Yep. They had all 11 defensive starters and five of the top seven backups. So you had Omar Bolden and David Brutenrout, but everybody else, Shaq Barrett, Shane Ray, Todd <laughs> Davis, all... Shiloh Keo had to play more because of yeah. that. But yeah. otherwise, because of Bruton's injury, you had 15 of your, uh, Bradley Roby. So you had 15 of your top 17 guys with all your starters there. Health really matters. Yes. And so I don't think they would have won a bunch of games. Uh, uh, I don't think they would have been in the Super Bowl, but they would have won two or three more games if they just had Garrett Bowles all year and Javante Williams all year and Tim Patrick all year and Justin Simmons for the five games he missed. Yep. He ties for the lead in interceptions in the league. <laughs> he plays all 17 games. He probably sets that record by a wide margin. So it's not the reason they didn't win, but it is a factor. People don't want to make excuses, but it all factors in. So you get these guys back healthy. You hit on some draft picks. I was talking with a a friend of ours that's from Denver that is in town, doesn't really cover the teams. And he's like, what moves is George Payton made? I go, well, do you like Demari Mathis? Baron Browning went healthy at third round. Quinn Miners is your best offensive lineman. Mm -hmm. But Demari Mathis is a bona fide starter. You've got the two best young corners in the league. The Russ trade on its face right now doesn't feel great. Talk yeah. to me in three years. Yeah. So you're going to have to continue to hit on these. Again, that's a long answer to, I think you can be cautiously optimistic. Yeah. I don't think you get a Super Bowl 58 tattoo with a Broncos logo <laughs> yet. Ryan, I wouldn't do that. Okay. But if you do, I'll support it. I don't like how I'll the- support the tattoo and the enthusiasm <laughs> 
but I don't think it's the best idea. <laughs> right. I, I just like don't like it. the L-V-I-I-I. It's just oh. too many eyes. Yeah, a lot of eyes. A lot of eyes. Maybe the uh, next year? No. The so L- the X. No, L-I-I-X. No, yeah, it's no, nine will be L I X. Yeah, that'll be nine. Fifty nine oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. would be L I X. That's right. That's licks. Yeah, that is, yeah you know. I don't mm. like that one either. <laughs> well, and then you know we got lucky with Super Bowl Fifty. I say we, those who mm-hmm. want to wear Super Bowl gear, they've now gone to these Roman numerals and gotten away from the cool old posters, <sighs> I know. which were were great Incredible. for for forty something years. It's like they're they're dunking on themselves by putting all I, these awesome I know. posters yeah. up. They're and like, look how cool this used to look. But so I have to think that Super Bowl 75 will probably be a number again, and then Super, mm-hmm. Bowl, Super Bowl 100, I guess we'll see what that is. Uh, but Let's hope that we get I, I, Yeah, so that. I would not get that tattoo if I were you. Okay. But I think keeping January 16th open because the Broncos might have a playoff game that weekend. Okay. Like maybe don't plan a wedding, go to, go to a tropical <laughs> vacation. Okay. Because weren't you on vacation that first weekend? I think of the, was, yeah. yeah I think so... Maybe keep that clear because I do think uh, a playoff appearance is not definitely not out of the realm of possibility based on the marriage of Sean Payton and Russell Wilson because if anybody can figure it out, it's Sean. And like you said, the injuries. They had 23 guys who were going to be coming back off of IR. They had $40 million more back. Sort of. I mean, some of those guys just won't be here. I get you. Uh, Ronald Darby that. will not there be here because of Mario Mathis. But, there is that. But, but it's almost no, like a second That's a crazy number, class. right. It, a- absolutely. And, and I think priority number one signing Draymond Jones then I think really? you, you okay. then I think you start to reorganize some of your money on guys you know you're keeping, if you can. Justin Simmons deal stuff like mm-hmm. that. You just move money around, and they should easily be able to sign two free agents. Certainly a, a premium yes. O line type free agent. If there's a guard out there or a right tackle out there or somebody that projects as a left tackle, likely not out there. And then another similar to DJ Jones, K1 Williams, ten million dollar. Mm-hmm. Without even looking at the numbers, that should be easily done. That you re-sign those guys. Yeah, All right, I mean, be- sign free agents like that. What's the best body of water? Rivers, lakes, or oceans? Rivers, lakes, or ocean? Probably lakes. Let's go. Because so of three-one lakes. I-, I love going to the beach. The ocean scares me a little um, because okay, you get caught in the undertow. Yeah. Sharks. Yep. Yeah. Jellyfish. Octopi. Jellyfish. Yep. By a whale. Yeah, a whale could accidentally Ooh. swallow. Saw that you. in the book once. Yeah. So, uh, I think that lakes are the safest, the most, you can do the most without having to worry about what, like the boating and, and stuff you can do, yeah. jet ski. You try some of that stuff in the ocean, it could go sideways. It could. It could. I saw a, a, a video of a boat capsizing just today. Wow. Oh, wow. This is twice now that we've had guests come on and not even mention rivers. Yep. Like yeah, it's, it's, it's like it's a two-horse race. Henry's well, a rivers guy. Well, I'm a big river guy. Rivers are relatively dangerous when the speed True. picks up. Yep. Uh, let's not Part talk about the, the ones that have piranhas. That's its own thing. That is. Or yeah. those but organisms that it's can cool swim to like, up. Not my river. Look, it's cool to hang out and oh. fish. Oh. I, I'm not a fisherman or a fly fisherman, no. but it seems cool. Yeah. It, it's yeah. a bizarre, you're not know, like. You, you can people do that at a lake. Right, but people like, right, you can do that. People like fishing though. will do it, but nobody's like, hey, let's go get out and go jet ski on a river. Yeah. Or get on the boat and water ski or, or wakeboard <sighs> yeah. or wake surf, which has become and, a big thing. And it's Annie Agar had a great point. She said. You know, she knows. She's from where they have all those lakes up yeah, there. She's like, them. if you go down a river, then you have to find a way to get back to where you started. Yeah, you have to have somebody at the end. There's a lot more planning. Yeah. A boat, you can leave from the dock and come back to the same dock pretty easily. It's you could adventure, actually though. go from Colorado to here on a river, though. That would have been wow. a you well, fair amount of water. Getting tougher and tougher. Yeah, it, it seems is. faster to just take a plane. <laughs> Probably. It That's was what faster. I did. 
All right, yes. BK, we appreciate hey, you. Hey, th- thanks us. for having me. This that is, segment uh, was like as long as some of our old po- whole podcasts were. Yeah, Crazy. well, because you know it was about just getting them out there, <laughs> and now everything's about shorter content, shorter content. Mm-hmm. Like my as we're finishing up. Yeah, they're like, hey, you know, they're like, you know, I was told by my my bosses, like, hey, get a bunch of ninety second, two minute interviews. Yeah. Like, okay. Great. There you go. Easy, I can easy. do a hundred of those. Yep. It's way easier than saying, hey, do you have 14 minutes to come talk to me about the Broncos defense yep. and Russell Wilson? All right, BK, we appreciate you coming Thanks, on. Thanks, guys. Mm-hmm. We'll see you around. Keep up the great work. Thank you. You too. Um, all right, I'm, I assume we have one or two more Super Chats to hit on our way out. Then we got to clear, yes, the, clear the set for our PHNX guys. one more. Henry. What Darth, is he doing? Darth Schwartz. Schwartz, Schwartz? Mm-hmm. says, Henry has great hair. It would look great in a visor. Oh Are you? God. Am I muting it? Do I mute you? No. Look what I found. Oh. The only visor oh. in the entire mall because they're sold out because everybody wants <laughs> a Broncos visor. That's I'm why there were no I others. I thought you were going to like pie me in the face. So this is a Oh, this no. is a you think upgrade. he was hiding a pie in his back? Yeah. Uh, really? I would have eaten that thing. You, you don't have to oh. take that off right now. You can, we can deal with okay. the tag. Put okay. it on. We'll deal with the tag Put later. It on. Oh, okay. Well, I could have muted you. That's fine. People will be okay. Wow. Also, is Darth Schwartz you? Is that your sister? No. Darth Schwartz is not me. Also, visors are meant to be worn with headsets. Not sure if you've heard. This actually, he looks like it's a coach. A look. I'm telling you, it looks good. We got the solo shot on Hank. The plastic, right now. yeah, they're totally leave the plastic. I get it. It does make it look a little silly. But it do, uh, the whole thing's kind of like silly. A, I'm like a unicorn. I have to say, you look it, like you're supposed to wear a visor. I'm telling you, no, visors look good. <laughs> Visors look good. This is crazy. No, it's it's actually just the way that. Wow, well, I, I I've I've caught up now on the feet. Now I can see myself for the first you, time. What do you think? I think like again, this is this is a good look, especially for a coach. It, it goes that's what extra I'm saying. Hard. That's what I'm saying. The headset with the visor is perfect. I can't believe I'm becoming a fucking visor guy. Want to try it on? <sighs> Maybe tomorrow. Okay. Uh, Maybe tomorrow. We'll I have t- to like sleep on it. What are the odds it? Zach saw this? Zero. 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 Yep. Oh, Ow. Jesus. That's so aggressive. That it felt like you push it so in. Yeah. Like, it feels like it's just sticking into my brain that right now. so aggressive. Well, it kind of did. There's, a, there's still a piece of plastic in there that's ah. just pressed in your forehead. <laughs> That'll wake you up. All right. Wow. Wait. You guys haven't talked about the super cool thing we're doing on Wednesday. We are doing something super cool on Wednesday. We're it's advisors? not just uh, having sweet guests on Radio Row because uh, a little insight for you guys. The later in the week it gets, the better guests come to Radio Row. It's true. But today's guests were amazing. But I'm just, yeah, of course, today's guests were amazing. But, Incredible. Um, it, that's just kind of the way things work on Radio Row. So beyond that, we are going to Illegal Pete's for a meetup here in Phoenix. Uh, so if you are in the Arizona Phoenix area and you want to come hang out with us, uh, Illegal Pete's. Allie, do you have any more details on that? Like which, like where? Um, on Mill in okay. Tempe. Illegal oh, Pete's the one we went on to. Mill Ave Seven o'clock. in Tempe. We have eaten there. We have been there. I it's like a good spot. one. It's it's a, a, there's a graphic yeah. on the screen so they can see it. Oh, everything. they can nice. see it. Um, some of you guys have asked, so we are having that meetup on Wednesday night. Super excited uh, to hang out with some of you guys and eat some delicious illegal pizza. And yes, it's an all-city meetup, so we got our CHGO guys, we got our PHNX guys. Yes, you can get um, therapy by hearing the PHNX guys talk about how down bad they are. Yep. Mm-hmm. Give us a like on the way out also. I can't look at you because I like the way you look in that hat. I look so freaking good. 181. Can we get to 200 before we end the show? We got to get to 200 200. likes before we end the show. If we do, 
I'll wear the visor tomorrow. Yes. Oh. But we, you, you only have like 10 seconds. So. Uh, yep. Come on, like it up, like it you, up. We'll, we'll, we'll peek again tomorrow. Seventy of you in this chat. Come on, throw you can us do a it. like. You Appreciate can do it. Appreciate everyone who tuned in today. Huge thank you. All right, let me just make sure I can remember all of our guests. We had so many. Huge thank you to Annie Agar, Mike Pritchard, Lindsey Jones, Brandon Cristal. We did it. We got them all. What oh, a day! Oh 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 oh. Zach oh, Stevens. Zach Stevens' numbies. We forgot about numbies. Zach Damn it! How do we forget about him? And he's gonna be here tomorrow. Yeah, we're gonna have to face it. What time does he land? Uh, 12.30. He's going to have and our 12 show is at 12.30, the show's at 1. He's going to be so, so freaked so out. Frazzled. He hates that stuff. He hates that so much. It's going to be a great show. Um, leave a comment in the chat, like post chat, uh, letting us know if you think we should wait for Zach or just start the show and let him like run onto the set all frazzled. <laughs> yeah, like John Elway sitting in that chair and then Zach has to just join the show. Nothing confirmed. No, that's not confirmed. That's just a random name. We're, yeah, Don't I, get your hopes up. Uh, Marquez Valdez Scantling. He won't be there either. No, probably not. We are not. five He's away. a little we busy. We wouldn't He's a little Actually, busy this week. I would week. just talk shit. You would. Yeah, if we had a chief on, I would just talk shit. You wouldn't ask him if Aaron Rodgers is better? Two more. Uh, All right, yeah, two yeah, more yeah. likes. We've got, got like Alex here saying no website qu comments. We'll see if we can do a we'll hit little a website. Pod Honestly, we in a just. Yeah. This is a big guest oh, week. That's we can, a good idea. Yeah, we, we, we you guys can wait and do, do a little a bonus pod. Yes. Uh, with, with the questions. It'll be audio only then. Okay. Good idea. Uh, audio appreciate only. Appreciate you guys. Two hundred. Two hundred and one. Sorry to uh, the website comments. We just got. A Too lot many of guests. It's gonna be a tough week. Yeah, and we have to get off the set for the PHNX guys. Tomorrow, try to do better. I will try on the visor. Wow. Uh, until then, we will see you guys later. Appreciate you guys for tuning in.